Older Canadians, though, we're hearing, according to a new report, have delayed retirement, called it off due to inflation, and they are terribly worried about having enough money. Laura Tamblin-Watts, the president and CEO of CanAge, is joining us live here tonight. Laura, good evening. Good evening. Laura, Canadians who are ready to retire and turning it around so quickly have got to have fear in their minds. They plan things. I know people. Somebody was telling me this story. They sold their house, thought they were just going to rent and had everything planned. And now they're terrified, Laura. And they should be terrified. We're hearing from members all across the country regularly saying that they're very worried about outliving their retirement savings plan. And in fact, many who previously would have considered themselves quite middle class and quite comfortable are looking at some of the consumer costs right now and are being really forced to make choices like, am I going to pay for rent or am I going to buy those prescriptions? Am I going to be able to pay for gas or am I going to pay for my hydro? And these are conversations that I think many older Canadians haven't had to make before. And in the end, what they know is They need to have more money, and that means that they're going to have to delay retirement. And when they delay retirement, they still are going to be worried. What would help? I mean, we were looking at the plan by the federal government here. There was a nod to seniors, but I can't can't see what they were promising, how it would affect the situation drastically. It's, It's really not going to affect the situation. In fact, it's just repackaging of an old promise that there's going to be a, a long overdue 10% increase only for people over the age of 75 to the OAS. This is not really going to go very far for anyone. And that promise was made in olden times, it seems like, about a year or two ago, <laughs> yeah. when interest rates were not what we're seeing. And then consumer price index, which is skyrocketing, 6.7% consumer price index. And heck, anyone who's gone to the gas station knows exactly how expensive the cost of gasoline is, which of course is increasing everything. So no, sadly, there is no real help for seniors on the front for the federal government. And I think there really needs to be. Laura, you know, there there are some economists who look at seniors and say, OK, well, if they sold their house, they have a lot of money. They're OK. They have a nest egg. What special what special challenges do they have right now as the word recession and all this inflation is happening? there. One is that's actually a wrong analysis. Many people do have homes, but they can't afford to downsize. So the story of your friends, for instance, being caught up in that case where if they sold their home, then they are unable to actually rent or purchase something smaller because those costs have gone up and they can't defer any property taxes. So any of those advantages with tax credits go away when you become mostly a renter or are downsizing. And so the idea of getting rid of your home also only affects a small percentage of people. Lots of older people have never been a homeowners or are really caught in that middle struggle of, you know, they, they can't afford to sell their house because they can't afford to get a new place to live. The other piece of that is, you know, what we know is that older people need income generation. <laughs> and so it, the housing piece is not going to solve the fact that they still need money coming in, and since the cost of other alternative housing is higher, it puts you in a catch-22 situation. You know, Laura, as we look at the effect of all this inflation, the recession could have the rising prices, uh, the 
the rate hike that clearly is going to be substantial the next time. We look at different demographics, and there's been a real focus, certainly from our government, on those who can't afford to buy a house and from even the would-be conservative leadership candidates, which are really kind of holding a mirror up to what we're thinking about here in Canada. And and the younger generation is getting a lot of attention, and so it should because yeah. they've got a lot of challenges. But in the pandemic, um, there were a lot of people coming out of the woodwork and saying the pandemic exposed ageism. Would you agree? Mm. Enormously so. I mean, Canada is a very ageist society. Uh, A brand new study came out very recently indicating that one out of every two Canadians is profoundly ageist. And just to give you a sense, that means ageism is the most prevalent form of discrimination in this country. And we heard things, whether it was boomer remover or whether we were having the ability to go to soccer games, but at the same time we were locking up seniors uh, in long-term care or even in their homes, we saw how profoundly ageist the narratives were. Every one of us heard something like, ah, yeah, but COVID's only affecting older people, so it's okay. We need to open up and move on. And that kind of desensitization, I think we're also seeing when it comes with resources being stretched and austerity is coming. Again, we're going to see that seniors are going to miss out. Laura Tamlin Watts, President, CEO of Can Age. Laura, thank you so much. You have a lovely thank evening. You. Take care. I'm Arlene Bonnet. Don't go away. This is On Point.